Welcome to another episode of the Air Force Lifecycle Management Center Leadership Log Podcast. The Air Force Material Command recently made some changes to the Department of Defense Civilian Acquisition Workforce Personnel Demonstration Project, otherwise known as ACDEMO. For this episode, the Air Force Lifecycle Management Center's Executive Director, Kathy Watern, sat down with AFL-CMC's Director of Personnel, Sherry Artuso, for a conversation about the changes and what they mean for the workforce. The two leaders touch on several subjects, including AFMC's decision to remove the tiers from ACDEMO. This is the first of several discussions that will focus on helping AFL-CMC employees better understand ACDEMO in general and what we all need to know about the changes made to the program and how they impact our career planning. Take it away, Ms. Watern and Ms. Artuso. Welcome, Air Force Lifecycle Management Center workforce. Today, I'm going to start a series of dialogues with our Director of Personnel, Ms. Sherry Artuso, where we're going to talk about ACT Demo. We've recently made a lot of changes to the ACT Demo program, and so I want to set up a series of leadership logs where we share perspective with you and have uh, input from you and make sure you understand and fully embrace this amazing system of uh, compensating our workforce. So today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the recent decision in AFMC to remove the tiers from ACT Demo. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and I'm going to have Sherry walk us through some background of the ACT Demo program. Yep. Yes, ma'am. So I think it's important to give some of the, the background of, of what we've gone through and, and how we got to where we are today. Um, as you know, we converted in 2016, and the whole primary goal of ACT Demo is to ensure that we fairly recognize and compensate our employees based on their organizational contribution to the mission based on their level of position. Uh, we are very familiar with the three career paths that are in ACT Demo and know that various levels of positions and the complexity of those positions rolled into those three pay bands, making it a little bit difficult to really see the distinction of the, complex of the complexity of the positions. Mm -hmm. So that is why AFMC initiated the tier system and put tiers on in the bands to be able to set salary and make some compensation decisions and now that we're four years now under uh, act demo and we have a lot of analysis and feedback from that afmc made the decision of course we fully support that mm -hmm. to remove those tiers to you know go go to this now next step mm -hmm. You know, Sherry, and I get a lot of feedback from folks that say, why get rid of tears now? You yep. know, why, yep. why, why now? Right. And I think it's because we do have those four years under our belt. So our pay pool processes are pretty solid. We have functional pay pools that have all of that experience, the training under their belt. So now we can take the tears off and know that we can still fairly compensate employees mm -hmm. because we will know based on uh, their position level in whatever band that they're mm -hmm. in what that compensation uh, looks like you know based on what they've given to the mission and the organization that they're they're in so it is the right time right. to go ahead and make right. that next move for right. us right i think our pay pools now are very experienced in this, and so I think that uh, that was also one of the reasons, as you said, that we have four years of experience now because um, we're able to do this. Right. So I know a lot of folks out there are thinking, will this change how we are compensated? Yeah. yeah. 
And it, it, it really does not change the way um, an employee is compensated. It certainly, the decision will still be there. Um, so with tiers off, uh, the pay pool, you know, still needs to look at the organization, um, the contribution that the employee made. It's always important to remember that piece of it. Mm -hmm. um, that you know, the the person is on a, a certain position and a certain level of complexity, scope, and responsibility. Mm -hmm. So in the pay pool process, it's it's their responsibility to um, see that and and then compensate the person for that. For that contribution, mm -hmm. so so the way they're compensated, um, again going back to the primary goal of Act Demo is to make sure that employees are compensated based on that. So the compensation doesn't necessarily change, but based on all of what I just said, certainly there will be decisions made whether someone will get a an enduring pay increase based mm -hmm. on certain enduring mm -hmm. performance and contributions that they've made. And in some cases, a one-time bonus may be mm -hmm. the contribution mm -hmm. um, and reward the employee receives mm -hmm. uh, versus the, the enduring salary increase. Mm -hmm. Now, one-time bonus could be for situations uh, where an employee, it's a, it's a non-enduring effort, but a significant effort that we certainly want to ensure that they're recognized mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit of a difference in the way to describe this as we go forward and the difference of the programs. Right. Certainly those compensation decisions of salary or bonus or the combination mm -hmm. has always been there, but I think it's the way going forward how we articulate that to the workforce. And I know over the past several weeks, we've been working through some of the administrative changes yes, associated with removing the tiers uh, for all of my ACT demo direct reports. I know I did the PRD addendums mm -hmm. along with our midterm reviews. So yep. anything you want to add there, but I think we should be wrapping all of that up here yes. shortly, correct? Yes, yep. And certainly under your leadership, um, the center established those three working groups that are there to outline the policies and processes needed mm -hmm. to fully implement a no-tier ACT demo program for us. Mm -hmm. um, all three working groups are working very hard right now um, to get us to that next step of a smooth transition uh, leading up to the next ACT demo uh, appraisal cycle mm -hmm. coming up here beginning right. 1 October. So they're hard at work at that. We also are right in the middle, as you said, of the administrative process mm -hmm. of removing tiers. And what that essentially means is uh, employees by now probably have received and signed those addendums mm -hmm. um, that's associated with their current uh, performance requirements document. Mm -hmm. And so that um, would show that the tier has been removed from their PRD. Okay. We've also removed the tier from the official civilian personnel system. So, you know, tiers have essentially been removed mm -hmm. um, administratively, administratively from both mm -hmm. of those systems. Mm -hmm. And then we also, going forward, will fill vacant positions with new PRDs right. that are free of the tier designation. Okay. So that right there really um, summarizes the administrative part of what we've done so far. We certainly have follow-on um, activities mm -hmm. to you know get to a, mm -hmm. a more fully uh, implemented mm -hmm. program. And that is uh, related to the update of our Act Demo business rules. Yes. So mm -hmm. we're in the process of doing that as well as, and as soon as we're done with that, we're closely working with AM, AFMC certainly. Mm -hmm. 
and we'll certainly um, publish that to the workforce mm -hmm. when they're ready um, mm -hmm. to be published and, and we can then go forward to explain what those changes are mm -hmm. and to make sure that people understand what it means to them and what uh, career planning choices they may want to make right. in the future based on that new right. guidance. Right. I want to make sure something you said in there, and a lot of our workforce may not uh, realize this, but uh, since September of 2019, we set uh, up our own uh, AFLCMC working group to look at ACT Demo. This was led by Mr. John Sly, who is the uh, deputy PEO now for the um, executive presidential aircraft. Many of you may know John. But uh, we had gotten a lot of feedback, and I, we're going to shift our conversation a little bit here to the career aspects of ACT Demo, because I think it's an area that uh, we as a center probably did not do a very good job at talking about what does career progression mean within ACT Demo. And when General McMurray sent out his note a few weeks ago uh, announcing the ACT demo and the removal of tiers and the focus that we'll be having on it uh, uh, through our leadership mm -hmm. is, he, you know, he says we are wholly embracing the program as it was designed with the workforce in mind. So uh, I know, let, let's go a little bit more on the three uh, working groups that we have mm -hmm. going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. So one of the working group groups uh, is the that administrative working group that I described some of the right. you know more right. tactical right. activities to remove right. the tiers. Right. The second one is focused on pay pool operations, the business rules, mm -hmm. and the compensation strategy. Mm -hmm. That particular working group kind of gets at the heart of what, of what you're talking about with the career paths. Of right. course, we know what the three career paths are, the NH, the NJ, and the NK, mm -hmm. that most of our workforce mm -hmm. are in today. But beyond uh, that, those standard career paths, we also have the career paths from a personal development yeah, a standpoint. Yeah. A how, progression. how do I progress? Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think the heart of the communication yeah. will be to yeah. make sure those employees, yeah. our employees, fully understand what that means. Yes, exactly. And, right. And and I think it's easy, easier mm -hmm. uh, perhaps to explain it to somebody coming in, let's right. say to an NH2 position, mm -hmm. and knowing that that band goes up to the GS 11 step 10 salary range. Mm -hmm. And again, all of the various positions and the level of complexity that are mm -hmm. in that particular band. Mm -hmm. So if somebody comes in to a position uh, almost like a trainee mm -hmm. at the lower end of that band, they need to understand the jobs that will get them to a place mm -hmm. to be successful. Mm -hmm. And so that's not just having the compensation in mind, mm -hmm. like how can I make more money and get mm -hmm. to the top of the band? Right. With that comes the jobs associated with that. Right. And right. what kind of jobs will right. put you in a position to get a higher job, you know, with higher level responsibility, responsibility. Mm -hmm. and be successful at it? That's right. what we're trying to tie right. those two things together. Right. And Sherry, that's our commitment to yep. the workforce, to make sure they understand that in all of our functional careers. So we'll be having a lot more on this come out. I want to do a series of YouTubes, and we'll have some charts, and I want to be able to walk uh, you as the workforce through some of those career paths and those compensation ranges and things like that, because that's an area I feel like that we we just assume through our K 
castanet training that everybody right. understood. So I think we're going to have a real focus on training the workforce yeah. outside of just the castanet. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And right. that really leads to the third working group. Right. That's the strategic communication and yep. education. Mm -hmm. So in that group, of course, they're tied um, tightly with the other two groups to make sure that we are communicating in various ways, not just email, not just you know, PowerPoint charts, but various ways to get the message across right. in, in different ways so people, you know, get a better understanding right. of, of, you know, where we're moving to in this new no-tier ACT demo mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. So that third working group is looking at that mm -hmm. and to see what kind of tools and resources that we need to give our workforce mm -hmm. to ensure we do do a better mm -hmm. job and to get into a position where we are getting their feedback a little right. bit more, right. you know, easily. Right. So right. the new ACT demo site that um, we've established, mm -hmm. I think will allow that. That's great. Yeah. Yes, yes. I know I've gotten a lot of personal feedback from individuals that say, you know, hey, I moved to a new position, I had increased responsibility, but I never really understood what was happening in terms of my compensation from a CRI or a cash award. So I really want us to be able to give some specific examples. And I think mm -hmm. that's, once again, that's our commitment to walk through those. Exactly, so, right. Yeah. And I think the site will be able, um, we can use it mm -hmm. to show a lot of, you know, information, mm -hmm. a lot of details. Mm -hmm. And some of our data analysis that might, exactly. you know, yes. dispel right. some of the right. water cooler Water cooler, talk. yeah, because we yes. know there's a lot of water cooler out, talk out there that, quite frankly, is misinformed. And I think that's one of the most important takeaways for you, our workforce, to understand. You know, you this is really about conversations with your supervisor and understanding not what people are telling you at the yep. water cooler because as i said there's a lot of misinformation and i think that just breeds uh, uh you know um, people that are discontent with yep. the system so um i know a lot of times i get asked well act demo is going to go away this is just our experiment like nsps that went away but one of the things I wanted to share with you as the workforce is that recently Congress approved an extension of the ACT demo program through 2028. And also additionally, there uh, is language being worked that would make it a permanent yep. program. So from all of that and my understanding working at the uh, AQ levels with Ms. Costella, this program is not going away. Matter of fact, I see us on a journey to continue mm -hmm. to um, um, dive deeper into mm -hmm. all of the benefits and the value that you can get from this program and using the Federal Register and things like that. Right. So, right. I think through this uh, continue evo continuing evolution of ACT Demo, I have realized there's uh, responsibility not only on the part of the supervisors, but there's also responsibility on individuals. And I think that's an area that all of us need to better embrace. Uh, you know, as I said, I've had a lot of conversations with both employees and the supervisors and the responsibility on both sides. And uh, quite frankly, I think there's been a lack of communication from both sides, mm -hmm. particularly on as we get into the midterm cycle yeah. and then the final closeout right. cycle. So, And as yeah. you mentioned, you know, it, it's here to stay. So exactly. as a workforce, as individuals, mm -hmm. let's embrace it. What exactly. we don't understand 
exactly. ask, you know, from the mm-hmm. supervisor, mm-hmm. chain of command, the functional mm-hmm. communities, you know, the, the site mm-hmm. that we want to put up, the DP experts right. on staff that, that know the ACT demo program. Mm-hmm. So a lot of resources. So I would just encourage, like you said, right. for everybody to right. understand it, embrace it, because it's ours to make the best we, you know, we right. can make it. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, on, when we're out there talking a lot of our workforce and we get questions, I want to make sure people know where to get to our website. And uh, that's kind of their homework. Everybody should yeah. go to the website yeah. and make sure they, because we're going to continuously update Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, and uh, a lot of times I get questions on, well, what about the folks that are under DP Map too? And uh, I can tell you there's a huge uh, desire to bring all of our workforce to ACT Demo. I think that's something that's being looked at very closely. There's just a few wickets we need to do that from an Air Force perspective. But absolutely, it would be great to have all of our workforce under one compensation system. And I think we'll get there someday. I think someday. Yes, exactly. So Sherry, I think we've touched on this, but I think there's a realization amongst all of us as supervisors, senior leaders to the highest levels of AFMC and the Air Force that we probably just assumed everybody understood this. Right. And so that is uh, probably the strongest commitment I have to our workforce to make sure they better understand this. And we're gonna, t- we're gonna pull out all the stops to do that the uh, uh, also uh, some things that we're thinking about is rotating uh, people through our pay pools. And so, for example, one of the things we've talked about is the ability of having NH4s participate on NH3 pay pools. Because I think there's a lot of um, mystery out there mm-hmm. what happens in those yeah. pay pools. So as I think about this, I want to start a series of we'll just have quick dialogues where we're able to deep dive down into some of these Mm -hmm. areas that we know have been of some concern Mm -hmm. and questions from our workforce. Particularly, I want to be able to come back and walk the workforce through what does a career path look like in engineering? or contracting and how do I advance in yeah. the, and through those career mm-hmm. paths. And then I want to talk a little bit about the, the mystique of the pay pools and what goes on. And so I think we'll have some of our pay pool managers in mm-hmm. here talk about some yeah. of that because uh, once again, we've talked about this water cooler myth out there that, and I've heard this, and I want you to know this is not happening. But uh, what I've heard is so-and-so pay pool will never give anybody greater than a plus one. That is absolutely not how this is working. So that's my commitment, again, to the workforce, to make sure they understand that and, and have a much better appreciation. Once again, this is an area where I felt like we have not done a good job rolling this out, not you know, across uh, right. AFMC mm-hmm. and the center yeah. to make sure people understand. Right. That. Yeah, we we probably assumed you know the the tra- the initial training. Right. Um, while right. It, it was good, right. uh, we probably assumed that. Um, everybody, you know, understood that same message yep. and, and really didn't probably take right. it as right. far as we should have right. with maybe some 
uh, right. additional mm -hmm. training and some mm -hmm. of the things you described mm -hmm. um, in in these in in this environment right now, to where we can you know next one mm -hmm. of these we do we could target. Um, explaining the PayPal process a little bit more, yes, a little absolutely. bit more intimately, if you will, yeah, as well as maybe taking mm -hmm. a, a career path of a particular functional, right. and then being able to show that, you know, in an illustration, mm -hmm. if you will, yeah. of what that means. Because yeah. that's, I think that's the ultimate goal is to, as we move to this no tier act demo program, right. we want employees to know what it means to them yeah. and, and, and what, you know, career planning choices, choices. they need yeah, to be. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of goes back to the point I made. The The responsibility is on you as an individual mm -hmm. and then us as supervisors and leaders to make sure our folks understand that. So uh, also one of the things I'd like to add to our list of to-dos is um, I know we have your uh, chief talent officer, Jessica, now working is to talk about uh, the role of compensation and talent management. So I think we yeah. can bridge that what a lot of corporate uh, organizations mm -hmm. are going to. This is not new to the corporate world. Matter of fact, they've been a contribution-based, performance-based mm -hmm. uh, uh, system for a long time. Right. So I think what this does is really putting us as the government on a lot of parallel with them. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I, I think that dialogue mm -hmm. um, helps us bridge the gap Exactly. Um, between the yeah. the former GS longevity based system exactly. to the new act right. demo, right. you know that's a contribution right. based right. system. And you know there's some there's some uh, realization through this system that uh, yes, what a GS system did for you, a lot of the uh, automatic within grades, that that's not part of the system right. anymore. And so I just think the acceptance of that mm -hmm. and really what that means to folks right. is important for us to talk about um, yeah so uh, well let's come back and uh, let's let's dive down into yep. our series of leadership yep. sounds good and to our workforce uh, this is our commitment mm -hmm. uh, us and our commander general McMurray this is really about taking care of our workforce and uh, compensating them for their mission contributions so with that, Sherry, okay. until we meet again, Absolutely. Uh, let's uh, get down and continue our, all our good work in Demo. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, Thank you. for listening today. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Air Force Lifecycle Management Center Leadership Blog Podcast. Hopefully you have a better understanding of ECDEMO and the recent changes made to the program. If you haven't already done so, then please consider subscribing to this series, and don't forget to follow and like us on our website and social media platforms. You can also see a video version of this and all of our episodes on our YouTube channel. For more information on ECDEMO and for all things AFLCMC related, please visit and bookmark our website at www.aflcmc.af.mil. If you have an idea for a future episode on a topic that would interest the AFLCMC family, shoot us an email at aflcmc.pa.mediateam at us.af.mil. Until next time, stay strong, stay safe, and keep providing what warfighters need when they need it.